love and happiness Yeah Something that can make you do wrong Make you do right Yeah Love Love and happiness But wait a minute, something's going wrong Someone's on the phone Three o'clock in the morning yeah. Talking about How she can make it right Yeah This is when you really feel good about somebody. Welcome, welcome everybody again to the America's Soul Podcast. A little bit of levity today. Um, and I'm in a good mood, despite all the hate I've been receiving about standing up for right um if you have a problem with that i'm sorry but that is my job as a witness to stand up for right when things are going wrong Um, to be the light or the city set on the hill that can't be hit so i'm gonna let you know you may hate on me but i'm i'm gonna love on you so that's just who i am and um no matter what you call me it won't stop me from loving you. And if I see you in person, I'm going to hug you. Now, you may not want that hug, but I might give it to you anyway. <laughs> or I might have to fist bump you <laughs> or elbow you, uh, depending on how far this coronavirus will go. Uh, I hate to talk about it, but we got to talk about this coronavirus. Uh, it's um, spreading all over the country. Our leaders are in two different places with their ideas on what to do about it but we have some good things coming from the administration now just some little things not a lot of things but some little things about there's a plan forward now there is a a step-by-step guide that they're getting ready to send out to everybody there's uh precautions that they have told us about taking and all those things are great um, it would help if the president was on board about it, you know, but if not, um, we should still do what is right uh, for the American people. Uh, people, be careful, be safe during this coronavirus thing. And um, I know that might be, seem like it's completely off the topic, but it's not because the coronavirus is even affecting sports. And that's what we'll be talking about today. We're talking about sports. We're talking about LeBron James. And we're talking about now I'm going to try to get this right. Antacumpe. The guy from the Milwaukee Bucks, uh, the Greek freak, <clears throat> we call him. Now, when this all started, the season started, 
he was a shoe-in to become, or he was definitely going to become the MVP this year. Then LeBron stepped in, and LeBron started doing things at 35 that normally 35-year-olds in basketball shorts do not do. So now what was unanimous, thought Giannis was going to be the one to get the MVP without any problems whatsoever. He now has to fight for it and prove that he deserves the MVP now. My take on it. I think he still deserves the MVP. I think LeBron has done great things. Uh, I think he is, uh, has really stepped up his game. He's taken Laker, ter- I mean, Laker uh, country to a whole nother level again where people are excited about Laker basketball. They're excited about seeing him on the court. Remember how it used to be just about a year ago? How nobody was interested in those games and you would see those games. You'd be like, what is going on with the Lakers? But we're not saying that no more. Now, we're looking at a team that is starting to be a little bit more cohesive. They're starting to play more team ball. They're starting to pass around. They're starting to get their chemistry together. That being said, it took them some time to get there. Giannis, or the Greek freak, basically had to take the whole team on his shoulders to get them where they are right now. And I believe that they're in the in the running to be like the second seed or third seed. So that is that is an accomplishment. And if I was voting on who would be the MVP, I would give honorable mention to LeBron James, and I would give the MVP trophy to Giannis. I no matter what we've just experienced with losing Kobe. And losing um, his daughter and those other um, beautiful souls. Uh, We can't deny what Giannis has done. The accomplishment. And if we did, if that's something that that is denied, it's going to set a precedence for the next time. When someone else comes up and we look at them and we go, Woo, their game is doing so many things that we got to give it to them. And then all of a sudden politics get in there the politics of basketball in this in this regard and says uh-uh we want to do some little we want to do some you know touchy feely we want to make sure that um la has a good story the problem is that it's the it's the media you know and i'm part of the media now but we are the ones who want a good story But when we're talking about MVP, it should be dealing with the facts. It should be just dealing with the accomplishments of the players. All right. So that's my take on that. Now, this NFL collective bargaining agreement. Um, As it as it goes right now, there's a lot of NFL players who are making lots of money. But there's also a lot of NFL players who are not making lots of money. Some people are making the minimum amount. They're in the league. They're having their fun. They're getting their star power. But they're making lease. They're making the the minimum amount. The the figurative term of like uh, minimum wage for someone like us. You know, someone out here is working hard. You know, me got three jobs, you know. You know, they're doing that 
without seeing much return. And the owners want them to have a 17 season or 17 game season now to help make up for the revenue that the NFL has been losing through viewership and the fact that a lot of people don't sit through games anymore like they used to. I'm one that actually does still sit through a game. I'm not going to say I sit through every baseball game. I'm a Yankees fan, you know. So sometimes I will sit through a Yankees game, but most of the time I will not. Um, football, I am there. I sat through the whole Super Bowl of the Patrick Mahomes, and I take this so I can watch it again. But my Giants weren't in it, so I wasn't as enthusiastic until I saw the Super Bowl. Other games, I wasn't really watching them. So I can understand what the owners are saying, but here's the players. The players saying that we need more for what we're getting ready to concede to. For this concession of doing these 17 uh, games, we need to have, uh, just like the NBA, lifetime health care. I don't think that's a bad thing. I don't think that's a bad deal. I think that if you're going to put your body on the line for these owners who do make billions of dollars. Now, they don't make just the minimum amount. They make bank. So if you're making bank, then where we can come to agreement, I feel, is that, okay, you can see that we're getting ready to put our body on the line for you. So give us lifetime health care benefits and also a little state uh, a little stipend i'll say for um those who are minimum players now they're supposed to through this agreement supposed to get about a hundred thousand dollars extra a year and i don't know how many people gonna say no to an extra hundred thousand dollars a year but one of the things that aaron Rodgers says and um uh, i think it's uh richard sherman that came came out against it is because they're looking at the overall picture the overall picture is that that hundred thousand dollars is not going to do you no good if you don't stay a long time in the league, and then you don't get all that stuff up front. You're getting it by increments, so that means you're giving more time than you're getting paid for, and that part of it, I think, still needs to come uh, to some type of agreement and change in order for the players to get along with it, the players' association. And also for the owners to get along with it. Now, today I was listening to Rich Eisen. Shout out to Rich Eisen. Shout out to Dan Patrick and the Danettes who have helped me uh, in so many different ways in the area of sports and thought and, you know, and um, stats and all those different things. All the stuff that I really most of the time don't follow except for my favorite players. Um, but I've been getting more into it because... Uh, these things are used as leverage to get the contracts that me as an individual who watches it as a fan feel like the players deserve. They're putting themselves on the line. They're the ones going out there on the football field. The owners won't be hurting if they give them extra. So I think that it's a good deal. All right. So as the... You know, America's soul, you know, America's soul is about everything. So you may, the, the one day you're going to hear about politics. Next day you're going to hear about sports and entertainment. And then you're going to hear about relationships. That's what makes our podcast more unique. So I want to encourage you who's listening to this podcast, you know, to go to Spotify and look up, look up America's soul with Elliot E. Stokes. Or 
You can go to Google Podcasts and also look up America's Soul with Ellie E. Stokes. Or you can just go straight to Anchor. Who knows? It's up to you. You can go to either one of those and you will be able to hear uh, my latest podcast. And if it interests you, tell other people about it. Get them to listen as well. Because right now, this is not um, this is not my permanent job, but I'm looking for it to be a permanent thing. I did go to, to school for radio. I did do things on television, you know. So this is more of my wheelhouse rather than working these three different jobs, even though I'm grateful for all three of them. Bless the Lord. All right. So switching gears only slightly. Music and entertainment. Now, I'm going to tell you something, first of all, about the Oscars. I'm not watching the Oscars no more. I'm not watching who won now, and I'm not watching who won later. I'm not watching at all because the Oscars have become political. And the people who deserve to get them, most of the time, don't get them. And I'm not just talking about um, um, only uh, minorities. Okay, even though it happens to us a lot, it happens to black people a lot. I'm talking about movies that actually have some type of uh, um, that gives you some type of feeling. Movies are supposed to move you, they're supposed to take you somewhere, they're not just supposed to be a big Hollywood budget type movie, and then you choose. There's no way that Emma Stone should have an Oscar before Angela Bassett. No way, absolutely crazy. There's no way that it took Viola Davis that long to get an Oscar. It makes no sense. There's no way that Lala gets up there and and, uh, wins and then they make a mistake when it comes to the best picture. By, By messing up uh, moonlights uh, Time in the sun So these award shows And stuff even though I still Respect you know The the ones in that industry Because that is my industry as well um, Flight entertainment which is my My um, management company um, Has We do music We do movies We do We do all types of things Okay and flight entertainment. But what we need now, what we need now is um, a change when it comes to this. A real change. Because right now, the Oscars are being commandeered. They're being, they're being, um, Hoodwink, bamboozle. They're they're being hijacked and becoming something political rather than something that will mean something. So I'm not watching the Oscars no more. I'm not watching the Grammys no more. Not until there is a change. Now, there is no reason at all, completely, totally bogus, that Lizzo would get all of those nominations. And her, her music was the most unique that came out. And what did they do? They do what they always do. Billie Eilish comes out, and all of a sudden, forget about Lizzo. Forget about all the other people who made great music. 
It's not right. It's not okay. And America's soul is speaking about it. So, I want you to know that no matter what, no matter what I talk about on this podcast, I want you to know that it all comes from a place of love. Because I love our country. I love our people. Not just my black people, but people everywhere. Because Jesus was a lover of people. I love music and entertainment. And I just think that we can do better. All right? We can do better. All right. So I'll talk to y'all next time on America's Soul Podcast. Love you so much. Don't forget if somebody ain't tell you today that they love you. I do. Welcome to the America Soul Podcast with Elliot E. Stokes. Today I'm going to share with you my day with Caitlin, my beautiful daughter. Um, some say she look uh, like a little doll baby. Some say she looked Chinese, you know. That probably came from me. Uh, the hair, you know, still, still toss up on who that came from. But my beautiful daughter, Caitlin. So this is a segment it's called My Day with Caitlin. <laughs> 